boy. You lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 257. On tonight's episode, the fat manling has got his good friend Roder. Because somebody's got to be on the show with him. Because you know if he sits talking to that hockey puck all night, people people already don't listen till the end. Now they're going to listen with a hockey puck. Forget it. You need someone with energy. Someone with charisma. Someone like a national treasure. So shut it. I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, oh, you tools. Hey, oh, that was real I'm nice. Stepping on your thing. Don't you even do step. Thing. You're not stepping. I would. I just. I didn't. I forgot before we started to ask so you quiet. to do it. It was so quiet. I put that little pause because you got to have the music. Hey, but hey, but. Rotor, how's it going? Keep it good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I'm so glad you're here helping me out. Do you need to out. sprinkle on that? Do you need to sprinkle on that little intro dust? That can be quiet. You know what? I'm not even worried about intro dust. People know what's happening for the next couple hours. We're going to talk Warhammer, because that's what happens. Yeah. I'm not going to use the old Chris U written intro. You know, I'm going to have to, hey, we got a new year. We got a new show. We got new stuff. I'm going to have to work on a new intro. Master Engineer was actually okay. talking about retiring. I, seriously? He's getting old. And you know what he told me? He said he might have. To, he might be getting a cogsmith to take his place, because there aren't even any oh. Master Engineers in the old. He's like the last Master Engineer in the the mortal realms because there aren't any anymore that makes a lot of sense he's like i just need yeah. to retire they, they didn't make it into that cities of sigmar book huh? no they didn't it was a cogsmith that's mm. it or maybe a rune mm. lord he's looking he's looking for someone to take his place it'll probably still be a dwarden because that's because mm-hmm. he, 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 he doesn't hang out with the other races he's still kind of isolationist mm. i don't i i don't use the word isolationist because he's still got i mean those, that old world mentality is there an opportunity for him to to go chaos? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I think he might be offended by that idea. I, I feel like this is uh, a disastrous intro to another disastrous episode. So we're no. right on schedule, and I'm super hyped. <laughs> I think this is fantastic. I think this is well, this is hot. We're going in a hot start. But you know what? I do need to take care of a couple of things, and one of them is to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer. Because we still have sponsors, despite the show, we still have sponsors. It is crazy. Uh, so I do want to thank our sponsors of Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore. Six Squared Studios for all your MDF-facing needs. And Grognard Games, because there's always something. Where's the bell? Every time. It's crazy. No, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Nuts. It is go- I'm not joking. I'll be the bell. You do the thing. Here it is. Harrison moved it when he was cleaning. Okay, there's always something happening at Grognards. See there, the bell worked. It was it's literally crazy. gone. You can never, 100% never get that right. I can Come never on. get it right. But you know what? It, it, it adds to the excitement. Everybody listens at the beginning. It's actually become part of the gimmick, hasn't it? It's it, not on purpose. I swear on my life, on my children's lives, it is not part of the gimmick that I can't get this bell to work right. But the, see, and here's the thing. When, when, it, when I don't need it... Works beautifully. <laughs> I feel like that bell is a metaphor for how you live your life. It's oh, you wait for those you don't know. We're on Skype, but we're actually on video. And you look at Rotor, and behind him is just this one desk with all of these organized paints by like gradiated color. And there's the like airbrush, that? and there's the lights. And you look behind me, and there's just piles of boxes, and just that. It's so beautiful, Rotor. And you look back there. There's just that's that's my work desk, and there's just like books piled up and Amazon boxes. 
and my Warhammer. Legit question. Yeah. So, like, when you are teaching class from home, yep. Because I assume this is this is where is I this teach. what your students see? Are they like, oh, Mr. no, no, no? You're actually, it's even worse. Pepsi. It's actually even worse. I, I have I have my recliner over in this other corner that you can't see. And all yeah. they can see is my recliner and behind it, my wall hanging of the 13 court squad captains from Bleach. I, it's anime. You won't know it. It's an ooh, anime okay. wall hanging that I have behind <laughs> me. That's what my kids see. I was, trying to, I was trying to parse what you said, and I couldn't make any sense of it. it Not like, even close to English. <laughs> when my kids started talking about Naruto, I was like, what? No. <laughs> I know you don't, I know you don't like anime. I don't like anime. I got you. Can't I got you. you. All right. But also, Where are we at? we're uh, we're moving along. The Patreon support, our uh, Patreon sponsors. I want to thank all of the Patreon patrons. Those of you who are part of the 1% who make this show and everything we do on it possible. That includes our associate producers, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, Opie, and Big Jake. And our executive producers, Colin Miller and Alex Graham. And our newest Patreon patron, thank you, Kyle Smith, for joining the Patreon family. And thank all Patreon sponsors, present and past, and those who might be thinking about joining in the future. You guys are the best. You make this show possible. Now Unbelievable. Get, Champions. It's, it's bananas. Um, but you know what else? One last thing uh, we always do before the break, Rotor. What's that? Voicemail. It's voicemail. Yes, sir. And I got I got some voicemails. Of course I got voicemails because because that's what happens uh, on the show. We get voicemails. Um, we got a couple of them. And if you were interested in leaving a voicemail, then what you could do is call 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. Most international callers dial 00. And then 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. And you could leave a voicemail. Um, this one is from Stephen from Colorado. Um, and I like this one. Uh, this one actually uh, sort of, when I heard this one, I said, oh, that makes total sense. Someone calling and giving me a nice explanation of why when Archeon gets mad, the eight the eight points just start to erupt in lava and uh, flow. Hey, guys. It's Stefan from Colorado. Happy New Year. Listening to the latest episode, um, y'all talking about the way the eight points is reacting to Archeon's mood. I don't know if Alex is old enough to remember this, but uh, David probably should. Uh, the old movie Excalibur, all I could think of was the king and the land are one. So there you go. There's your thought for the morning. Have a good one, guys. Keep it up. Thanks. I love that scene in Excalibur where the dude leaves his armor on when he lays down with the girl. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I became a man to that scene. Oh, that was that was a pretty exciting scene. That was a pretty exciting scene. We had a conversation similar to that, but from a completely different movie. When I was about 12 and I saw it for the first time, um, we were in the car talking about the song Flashdance, What a Feeling Came On. And my wife was talking about that because she was a dancer. Jennifer Beals, huh? That scene where she's sitting talking with the guy and she got the big baggy sweater on, and then she starts moving her arms in and out, and next thing you know, she reaches under her shirt and pulls her bra out from under the shirt. I was like 12. I didn't know you could take that off without taking off your shirt. That changed my life. That yeah. was bananas. Um, I was like 12, um, and my I thought my jaw was about to hit the floor. Um, now, we got two from James uh, from Canton, Ohio, and I think one just uh, 
I think he left one and then he left another, and I think the first one he might have gotten cut off. So I'm just going to play the second one because it's the longer one anyway. This one is James from Ohio calling in on the garage line. Yup. Hi, it's James from Ohio. I've just finished listening to the Vassal Ever Chosen episode, and I wanted to thank both David and Alex for all of their work for the Age of Sigma hobby and everything they do for by producing the podcast and everything. Uh, I used to play Warhammer way back when it was the old world. Then I got into 40, Warhammer 40k. Uh, I moved to America and I fell out of hobby for a little bit because of personal events. Um, I've recently bought, or when it came out, I bought the Feast of Bones box set and I was started getting back into Age of Sigma. Um, as you can tell, I'm not originally from America, strangely enough. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you guys for helping me get my motivation and the mojo to hobby again. You guys have been absolutely fantastic and this hobby would be a great loss without both of you and I wish Alex the very, very best in his life and I'm sure he's going to be a great dad to his little girl and well, just he's going to already been a stand-up member of the community for doing as much as he's already done. David, you were... You were stand-up person as well, just for getting your children involved and being such a energy, such a driving energy, but every time a Law or War episode comes out, it's just, it makes you want to start the army. It, it's, Alex, calm, was the calm to your storm. It was, you're both just amazing people, and I want to thank you very much for everything you do, and thank you for getting me back into Age of Sigma and making, well, just making what was... 2020 or off year, a little bit more bearable, and as I say, there's been some personal events just like Alex, which sometimes you have to focus on yourself, and it's understandable. Anyway, sorry for the rather lengthy voicemail. Wish you the very best, and Happy New Year to you both, and can't wait for the next episode. Speak soon. That's great that you got listeners in Australia. Yeah. Well, he's from Ohio now. He moved to America. Oh. Moved to America. And thank you for the nice uh, for the nice voicemail. And, you know, I like that he re- recognizes my high energy when we do this. That, yeah. And that I love this. I don't know if it comes across all the time that I am really just kind of a fanboy for this stuff and that I don't really have a life outside of pretending to, to take care of my kids and then reading about the mortal realms. I don't think people picked up on that at all. I don't know, but you know, it's, and you know, but I, I, I try to keep it down the down low because, like, I'm going to be 49 yeah. next month, and when you're almost 50, Are you're you really? still, yeah. <laughs> when you're almost 50, you're still doing this crap. People start to look down on you with, 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 Eesh. and not without good reason. <laughs> Yeah, dude. God, you are an old man. I am an old man. All of you guys are That's young crazy. pups compared to me. I know. All right, here we got the last voicemail. One more 30-second oh one. Like, hey, people have just been calling. It's like it's, it's, it's feast or famine. One more, and then we're going to go to break. Okay, here we go. Right. This is Brian Wilson. Not from... Beach Boy? No, not the Beach Boy. Oh. Hey, guys, it's Brian Wilson again. Uh, just, you guys are, I guess, my new hobby calling you guys on time. Anyway, quick, quick question. Uh, and I put, I'm on my Warhammer book there. Uh, got a question for you guys. For Age of Sigmar, I've not really read any books. Where do you recommend somebody's reading or listening for Audible? 
caught up with the whole and like what's going on and like they couldn't all right that was about it was a little hard to hear basically you want yeah, to know, he'll, he'll, he'll take his answer off the air yeah <laughs> he was <laughs> oh, this is brian wilson he was just asking uh basically you know where you would start reading and honestly that's um, a good question you know uh i like um if you want to kind of jump into it a little bit into it, the Soul Wars books are really good. Uh, that's bringing you right at the start of second edition. I like reading Soul Wars. Um, you can get a feel for it through any of the the sort of the Realm Wars books if you have them. Uh, someone recently, here's, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. So here's what I did. I because I like I like the lore, but I struggle to actually find reading time or stay awake when I do try and read. Yep. Um, and I had bought quite a few of the, the larger books and I just couldn't quite seem to make my way through them. But there's one called city of secrets and it's like, it's almost like a little novelette. Is that the right word? Yeah. Novella. Novella. Yeah. It's like half the size, right? Yeah. It tells a, uh, a cogent story and it starts you like at mud level where you're following just like a soldier, right? As he's kind of, patrolling out and what i love about it is it's got i mean as you might think by the the title city of secrets it's got some zinch in it and then it also has like one storm cast in it and he's like superhero level and he's you know they they keep him at arm's length they never humanize him and he's terrifying Um, and he is right he's that he's like white and he's like He's like lightning in in like gray skies all the time. Um, that was a great place to start because it's a quick read, you know, for someone who doesn't read a ton. The other thing that I did is um, you can download the the little audio snippets of from um, I think BlackLibrary.com has that uh, audiobook app, and I got there's like there's like well it was a CD, but it's like a twenty minute shade spire story and there's three of them and that's a really good place to start too because you just get a little kernel and flavor and you know they like toss in a twist and blah 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 and it's just enough without like having to oh my gosh you know i gotta start here and i've got 20 volumes to get through like no you can just sample this one little bit right those are good um a city of secrets is a great one i couldn't think of the title i love city of secrets uh, my other suggestion is if you want to come in and you're not familiar with the mortal realms, and I know you're going to roll your eyes at me, but the two Gottrek Gurnison books, because you could read read those or listen to them being read by Brian Blessed or the audio oh, dramas. Brian Blessed. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, they're great, though, because Gottrek, if, if you've played Warhammer before and, you, and you're not familiar with Age of Sigmar, what those Gotrek Gurnison books is Gotrek is coming into the mortal realms after they've been established, knowing nothing about them coming from the age of Sigmar. Yeah. They're coming from the old, the world that was into the age of Sigmar. So it's a, it's a nice jumping point to give you a feel for the realms. You're not, you're not mess. You know, you don't get to meet Nagash or Sigmar or any of the gods you're meeting a Stormcast, Like you said, you got one Stormcast. Um, you've got a, you know, you've got a, a dark elf or whatever they call themselves now. Um, but Gotrek is basically moving through this, the different cities of Sigmar with the people who live there. 
and he's off on right. his little quest. So you you get some really cool, adve- typical Gotrek adventures while still yeah. getting a flavor for the mortal realms. Um, for someone who, you know, by using him as your as your main character, your vehicle, you know, it, it can be you. You're you're the new person to the mortal realms. So that's my other suggestion. Um, but Rotor, like Rotor's books are shorter, so if you want yeah, to do something quick, 100%. you can go with the short ones. But uh, So let's do this. Let's break. And when we come back, we're going to come back to the Toolbox because I've done hobby and stuff. So the Toolbox brought to you by Chaos Rock Superstore. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. Brian Blessed, and you're listening to Garish Hammer. And we are back. We are back with the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Arc Superstore. Chaos Arc Superstore. Um. All right. So talking about hobbying, Rotor. I know you've been hobbying. I know you've been doing a little. Hobby. Was, yeah, actually. So it's funny. So you know, I was on like two episodes ago. Um. And I listened back because like we went, you know, traveled for the holidays and whatever. And I was down in my parents' place and there's literally nothing for me to do. So I will listen to this show again, I guess. Um, and I was listening to myself talk about how I've done literally nothing in the past year. And I was like, dude, what a bummer. Like, really? I can't find. So, okay. Anyway, um, for Christmas, my, my aunt, shout out to Aunt Joan got me a the new blood bowl season two rule book and um i dug out my orcs uh the gouged eyes or whatever they are from right. the, the first first season box set which i never built never played i just sort of had it so now i've got the new book so i put those dudes together cleaned them up started primed them right uh like Fixed up the old, actually, I ordered a new airbrush because the old one is all screwed up. And I, you know, I'm in this house and it, it was just too much, too much. So anyway. And you um, deserve, you deserved the new airbrush. Let's all be honest. You deserved it. It's been a yeah, rough year. Me. You deserved it. Treated myself. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but I, 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 I built them, primed them uh, and started painting them. And I'm, I'm actually super hype about these things. Here's the thing. I don't know how to play Blood Bowl. I never played first edition. Uh, 
I don't, I haven't played that. Whatever. What I liked about this is that it is a small commitment and I like the models and I can handle this project. There's no pressure, right? Like I'm not painting for um, an event. I'm not painting for an award. I'm not doing any, I'm just noodling. And it, I haven't noodled in a long time or hobbied in a long time. And so um, it's been really good, dude. Like I, I genuinely think that I sort of turned the page on anti-hobby and I'm, I'm back and it feels nice. And so that's what I'm working on. That's cool. And, yeah. and uh, it, it's fun because when you got a maximum of 16 models you can have on the team. So even if right. you, yeah, I think, I think you can have up to 16 players on a team. So even if you got a couple of things you might want to swap out for your list, what are you going to have, 20 models total? Yeah, you know, I think the box had, was it 12? Yeah. And then um, I ordered off of uh, Forge World, they've got four alternate sculpts. So I ordered that set. And then I also ordered the troll that, like, chucks a goblin downfield. I think the troll can play with these orcs. Honestly, this will blow your mind. I haven't read the rules. I'm just sort of doing stuff. And I'm assuming it'll be fine. And if it's not fine, then I guess I'll go buy a goblin army or army team, I guess. Team. Football yeah, team. They're, they're, yeah, they're teams. Yeah, I'll go buy that and then that'll be my next project. Like, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Super cool. No, it's it's yeah. it's kind of awesome. In fact, it, it, we were talking about this and literally like just a couple months after I sold all my Blood Bowl stuff, a bunch of people were like, hey, you should play some Blood Bowl with us. I'm like, God bless America. I had this stuff sitting on the shelf for three years, never touched it. Yeah. And now, right after I get rid of it, it's like, oh, let's play. Well, and I got to say, like, I get why Alex went through all of his, those war bands for Underworlds. Like, even if I wasn't going to ever play Underworlds again, um, I still see the appeal of just having, like, a four or five model commitment and just, like, play around. Oh, I want to paint hot pink for, you know, but I don't want to do a full army. Like, it's cool. Try something out, you know? So Get that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm doing yellow armor on these orcs. I'm not doing like the red book color of the gouged eye because I wanted to try yellow. I've, I've tried it once on some space Marines and I threw the dude away because I did. It did not turn out the way I'd hoped. So uh, I'm trying it again and I'm having better luck this time. Nice. What about you? Um, I, pri- I, I, I built into sub assemblies the hey. black coach. It's finally... Oh put together at least in a way that I can get it done. 100% Night Haunt built. Yes. That is the last model for my Night Haunt that needs to be built. All of my Night Haunt are built. Like I said, this one is in sub-assemblies until I can finish painting it. But they're sure. built. And they are all primed. A lot, most of I mean, I've got 2,000 plus points painted. But yeah. everything else is at least built and primed. Uh, the only thing I need to do for the black coach is make the roll out the the custom base because I did all those custom with the from the Green Stuff World rollers I bought. With the front there. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll. Yeah. I got one base to roll out, but they're built and they're primed. Also, mm. Um, mm. when I would when I was doing this, I built Harrison's ten more uh, horsemen for his LRL. So okay. now he's got twenty horse. I took. All of it over there. Now, the only thing I had built and initially primed was the the box that we first got with 
what was it? Uh, five horse, ten spear, and the dude. I think it was like sixteen models in that original box. Right. The Light of Eltharian. I thought yep. I had paint spray painted them uh, wraith bone, but I apparently it's painted them gray seer. They will not match exactly the rest of the army, but I don't really care. Oh man. Because I, I did the rest. Uh, three cans of Wraithbone later, I realized that the first ones were Gray Sears primed. But I'm not even like, – Harrison, I said, do you want me to – he's like, I don't care. Do you care? I'm like, not really. He's like, so what? He's like, you know what? That will be the special units. They'll have a slightly different color because they're they're you know, they're you know the veterans. I'm like, oh, sounds good. Thanks for helping your old Classic man. Classic Y-Tex. Yeah, of course it. it is. But now uh, Teclas is primed. Uh, all 40 spears, all 20 bows, all 20 horses, um, all the characters, both cows. It's all built. It's all primed. I have nothing to build for LRL. I have nothing to build for Night Haunt, and it's all ready to be painted. The only thing I actually have coming that I'm going to have to do is I'm going to go to Grognard's and uh, pick up. We're splitting the, um, what you call it, set. The dire chasm, so that way I can get the you can get the Slanesh and I can get the elves. Yes, sir. And uh, what else? I need that. And oh, and I ordered uh, the older the older I do have hot a question, pot. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a picture of you having uh, prime those dudes on on Facebook or wherever. You didn't base them. So talk to me about how you intend to base them and why you don't put your dirt or ballast or whatever prior to your prime job. <laughs> uh oh, You're going to love this answer because oh God, you know this, me well enough. This is the dumbest custom job. Okay, go. My last two armies had no. all custom rolled out bases. The worst idea. Right, it's a terrible idea. Before that, I would put the models down and I would put down some sort of like a, a mud base or one of the one of the GW, uh, you know, like the thick paints, the technical paints, the technical paints. Um, this time, I talked with Harrison, and after we primed it all, he's like, "So, um, what are we doing with the bases?" And I was like, "Oh, God, that's right, bases." <laughs> oh, you totally forgot. You just spaced it. <laughs> What a maroon. So here's what we're doing. Um, I no. actually did pick out some stuff. We talked about it. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. I, I bought some uh, little different colored like flower yep. tufts because yep. we, we we did discuss this. We're going to do a little bit of just a light, uh, maybe a bit of a sand base or something really fine gravel. Just going to glue that on the bottom. And I don't worry about priming those too much. We're going to do a really okay. fine gravel bottom. Do a little <laughs> little mud paint, and then we're going to put up some colored flowers. What do you got there? That is red oxide paste from Vallejo. This is red oxide paste from Vallejo. Here's the thing about this. So they come in different colors. This one happens to be red because it was in stock. You can get white. You can get black. Um, this goes on, and it looks like the 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 quality of the grit is so fine as to be in scale with the minis, right? Really? So, like, a lot of times when you do ballast or whatever, the ballast is big, and it's, like, we're essentially putting dirt on these bases, but the the flecks of dirt are as big as these dudes' toes or whatever. It's like right? they're walking through big gravel, like somebody's unpaved alley. I've always felt yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous. So, something like this, 
looks like real dirt. And so then you can apply it. It takes, you know, 24 hours to dry or whatever. And then you can paint over it and you don't have to worry about like priming it or whatever. So you could lay this down and then you could just put black over the top or a brown over the top or whatever color you, you know, you, you need to do. Um, you can, you can, you can even get some washes going, but the, what's nice about it is, you know, just a little bit of scoop out and put it on the base and just let it chill. Um, it's messy. It, it is messy. And this red stuff is going to ruin your, uh, prime job if you didn't already ruin your own prime job. So be, you know, since, because you've got the light colors, right? So right. be wary of that. But, um, uh, I, this might be uh, uh, a good solution for you because I'm going to add this to my blood bowl team because I had the thing where I was like, these dudes are like on a football field. I don't want it to look like they're in an alley that was built in the sixties and a bunch of semi trucks have rolled over it and it's all chopped to ish. You know right. I mean? It's that, it's that, yeah, that alley gravel. I don't want to look like I'm working. I'm, I'm playing blood bowl in a quarry. Right. No, I get you. Uh, that's a thank you, Rotor, because that's actually a, I, I will look some of that up. I, in fact, tomorrow I will call Grognards and see if they have any, and then go pick that up too. Because, like I said, I told Harrison, I said, let's just do like flowers. Let's try to find all sorts of tufts of stuff that's got bright colors. Because even if the ground's dark, those bright colors, like oh look, it's a very rich earthy color with some yeah. bright tufts and then you've got the cuz we're going I I think we're going pretty much classic high elves. Uh right. a slightly off white, you know. Light blue, dark blue with green. Light, yeah, silver, light blue, dark blue and and white. So yeah. just going that that whole that whole classic uh look and so yeah, I didn't even think about slathering on the bases. I was just so excited to get it done and wanted to get the prime job done, and I had to take it all down to my father-in-law's house because it's too cold to prime out in my garage, and his garage is heated. Hmm. So I took yeah. it all down there. That is Western man's dream, isn't it? Oh, his garage is his man cave. Seriously, he he insulated it. He cut little holes in the he cut little round holes in the garage with flaps. So if he ever wants to run the car to work on it, he just hooks up a hose to the exhaust and puts it right up to the garage door, and ho- the exhaust goes out. He's got Crazy. he's got a fridge in there. He's got a uh, like a twenty five inch TV with his little DVD yeah. player. So if he's out there working on the car, he has he can bring his lunch. It's it's he's got he's got a like a big gas heater like you would. It, it's it, it's eighty degrees in there inside of five minutes. It's all insulated. It's it's got everything. He put on a movie. We were just sitting out there priming, watching a movie, shooting the the breeze. It's it's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Yeah. So just loading up on DVDs, huh? Well, Classic I mean, he just it's got his old movies there. And once again, you're 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 making fun of the DVD owners. I know. But, okay. when, but when the big, uh, when the, I tell you what, when the EMPs hit and all of your digital stuff gets wiped out, you'll be coming over here yeah. being like, hey, let's watch a movie at your house because you have the DVDs. And I'll be like, that's right, I do. I got the Blu-rays. But the, but the Blu-rays don't actually play on the Blu-ray player because the EMP wiped that out. No, they were off at the time. Oh, okay. See, or we could juggle them, yeah. toss them at one another. <laughs> that's like, so many options for activities. Well, if it's the apocalypse, I might have to uh, sharpen the edges a little bit, file them down, and use them as weapons. The fun never stops. It's All right, what bananas. else do we have going on? So that's uh, that's pretty much my hobby because I did mm. uh, that. Now, um, buddy, I, we did it. You and I both had it. Yeah, we did. And I'm looking like I'm I'm I've got this stuff here primed. It's like, oh, I can't wait to, like, the black coach is getting painted first. 
before Harrison. It is. I'm like, Harrison, I got to paint this first. He's like, why? I'm like, because I can't sit here and look at it in pieces. I've got to get it painted wow. and put together so it's built. So that I could, he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm like, thank you. Plus, it's like, it's is, he, is he back at school? Has he left? I took him on Saturday. He's been back at school for like four days. It's just, yeah, so it's, you don't need to do anything with those dumb elves anymore. Nope. He'll, he won't be back till close to my birthday. So I got about a month and a half to get it started. Oh, you're so old. I know. Look at you. I know. I'm getting old. How old you become. All right. What else did we have, buddy? Um, did you play any games? Did uh, I play any games? I played one fairly abbreviated attempt at Blood Bowl 2. Um, went over to Nick's, uh, Nick Fenske's. And honestly, <laughs> see if this makes sense to you. I never see anybody anymore because of this dumb lockdown. And we're trying to be respectful. And because of the holiday travels, I couldn't go anywhere two weeks prior to Christmas nor two weeks after Christmas because Texas kind of a hotspot where my folks are. And um, so I hadn't seen anybody. So I, we, I went over there with the intent of playing, but we just he made dinner and desserts and we just talked and laughed. And like it just sort of became like a hangout night. Um I mean, it, it's like an hour drive for me, but whatever. I mean, I just needed to do that. So, like, yeah, technically, the models were there, and, like, we kind of pushed them around and, and looked at the game, and we're like, huh, okay, I think I get it. But, like, at no level were we competitive or actually finished the game. It just, suddenly, it's like midnight, and it was time to go. So that was, that's all I did. Uh, my gaming came down to uh, Harrison and I were going to play. The last uh, Thursday before he left, I got home from my doctor's appointment and uh, I said, did you got your list written? And he's like, I had some questions about writing my list. And I said, wow. okay. And he's still, uh, he's still not that from not familiar enough to understand exactly how to put things together. He had some questions on battalion rules and things like that. So we were sitting down and we each grabbed our, our copy of LRL and, uh, I had, we had the main rule book and we were going through stuff and then he was asking questions and we were talking. Next thing we know, like an hour and a half, almost two hours had gone by. Yeah. Kind of like you. We were just sitting and talking about Warhammer and all the different things and how to build lists and all this stuff. And it got to the point where we looked at the clock and I'm like, do you want to play a game? He's like, I'd love to play a game. I'm like, do you want to play now though? Look at the time. Because like tomorrow you have to pack because you're going back to school yeah. Saturday. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, it is. I don't want to start now. And he's like, but you wanted to play. And we both were like, but you wanted to play. And it's like, yeah, we both. And he's like, and, and it, it was one of those father-son moments. He's like, Dad, I'm just kind of happy writing lists with you. And when I come mm -hmm. back, you'll know when I'm coming back. You could set up the table and have everything ready. So when I come back with Mom that night, we can have some pizza, hang out, and then play then. He's like, and I'll have a Teclas list written so I can finally play with Teclas because it's a shame that I haven't beaten you with him yet. And I said, all right, let's not, let's, <laughs> let's not get silly. Um, it sure is. Harrison, it sure is. <laughs> but we, uh, no, we had a great time just list building and going over how yeah. to do this stuff and talking about the importance of having battalions and then discussing whether or not you want to go first. Like, you know, stuff we've talked about, you and me, when we had paint nights or, or we've talked about on the show a million times, but yeah. not with him because he's been gone. And so it's like he's just he's really jazzed about Warhammer right now. So I'm like, all right, man, let's just do this. So when he comes back, hey, I, list building and talking about it, uh, that is hobby. You know, it's a different kind, but it's no less hobby than hobby hobby. 
right. than painting yeah. or, or converting or whatever. So I don't know. I think it's totally no, We had a great time, and that was what it came down to. It was just like – you know, it was just sort of like, I just want to spend time with you, Dad, doing this. Like, I don't care if we play the game or if we set it up and we get half a game or we're, we're doing this together, and that's what's really cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what's really cool. So it was really cool. Um, You got any other, any cool stuff lately? You know, um, the the show The Expanse is back on um, Amazon yes. Prime, right? Uh, they're, they're releasing season five. It was interesting. My wife and I knocked out the first four seasons during like quarantine depression times. And then we started season five cause we, we liked the show, we think, but we started it and realized we don't remember anything. And this was like months ago. This wasn't like years ago. Um, so after we watched half of one episode of, of the new season, we just said, screw it, let's start over. And so we've already finished the first season again, and we're on to the second season. But it all makes so much more sense now that I'm, like, actively paying attention. Um, I really enjoy that show. So I don't know if anyone has checked that out or should check that out, but The Expanse on Amazon Prime, it's worth it's worth it. You have to pay attention, though. It's, like, it's uh, very plot-heavy, very political, and... The, it doesn't like hold your hand through everything. So you have to like, you know, be aware of what's popping. This is not a show to watch in the background while you're hobbying. No, whatever. no. In fact, I, uh, I was watching it with Harrison. I remember when it first came out and he's like, I have no idea what's happening. And I knew what was happening because I had read the first couple of books. Okay. And I'm just like, Oh, this is like game of Thrones. You got to watch the first like four yes. or five episodes just to figure out who everybody is and what the factions are. Yes. There are like three so. or four warring factions, and they tell you nothing going into it. You are just dropped into the world. But no, the show's great. I haven't watched the new season for the exact same reason. I watched the first four seasons when they were on Sci-Fi, and they're like, "Oh, it's now it's on Amazon Prime." And I'm like, "I don't remember anything. I gotta start over." Gotta start over. And I have not had time to start over. But that show is excellent, and the books are great. Uh, and that that I I remember reading the scene where the, they were trading information for chicken and what's his name was just I, uh, the the tough guy and their crew like, Amos Amos where Amos was gonna just level that guy oh I love that scene and it really worked because that was very closely to the book and, okay I uh, haven't read the book but uh, or books but uh, Amos definitely my favorite character he's great oh mine too in fact uh, the authors. They 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 put out a couple of short stories about oh, okay. uh, um, and it's like different characters from the show, but like back home, like but when they weren't with the crew. Sure. And uh, there's a story there. Um, one is like uh, sort of Amos adjacent, and one is um, the 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 girl from Mars, um, the one who's works with uh, Bobby, one, yeah, Marine, yeah, and uh, yeah. They're so they're so good. Like it's just it's. Uh, I just I love the author's writing style and I love the stories. But the couple of short stories and they're on Audible, and just like they're like I think like an hour or yeah. something like that. They're so like if you enjoy the show, this stuff is not in the show at all. Um, okay, they're totally worth dropping. And they're cheap. They're not like full book price. Totally worth picking up those. I'll get you the names of them later. Um, but they're totally worth it. Um, cool. Speaking of Audible, I am listening to 
Uh, Destroyer of Worlds, which is the third and final part of the Son of the Black Sword trilogy, which is Larry Correa's high fantasy sort no, of. No, that's your guy, though, huh? It's my boy. Uh, yeah. I love his work, and this, this is such a this is a really great story. I'm really enjoying it. I've been waiting for this third book while I, you know, in between reading the Monster Hunter International stories. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a really clever bit of like fantasy um is this a third of three or is this going to be another ongoing series this is the third of three from it was called the son of the black sword trilogy so i'm assuming this is the third one i'm over yeah so um and then i know i'm totally late to the show uh late to the you know the party on these two but you know as, as you're in lockdown mode and you're looking for new things to watch uh yeah. we were recommended to watch uh Schitt's creek <gasps> yeah, dead. i love it <laughs> Heather and I are just starting season three, and okay. that show is fantastic. It is so funny. Harrison, like once again, we're watching it just the two of us. My youngest doesn't want to watch it because a, it's not her style, and plus she feels bad. She calls it Schlitz Creek because she's afraid to say the title. <laughs> okay. She's younger. She's like, that's offensive. I'm like, that's the name of the people who started the town. She's like, that doesn't matter. I know what you're saying. Um, but Harrison sat down and watched like three episodes and he's like, oh my God, those two kids. And I'm like, what? He's like, that's me and Morgan. <laughs> he's like, that's me and my sister. I'm like, it is. It's totally you guys. That show's great. And then someone else recommended Kim's Convenience on Netflix, which is another Canadian show. And it's yeah, based on a play. And um, Kim's Convenience is about a Korean family in uh, Canada. And it's just, they own this convenience store. And it's a family comedy slash drama type thing. It's you know, it's it's really sweet. It's lighthearted. It's rated TVMA because it's from Canada, and every once in a while someone drops an f bomb. But other than that, it's just this family and how they go along. Rotor, just watch like the first episode, and I think okay. you'd get. It's really. I thought that first episode I watched. I'm like, I like this show. I like this show a lot. It's funny. And my youngest Kira started watching it with me. She really likes it. And like I said, she can. She's 14. Sometimes I have to filter what she can watch still, but this yeah. is one we can watch together. I really enjoyed it. So that's my other, um, and I think that's it. No, but now before we move on, because we're going to take a break and then come back and talk about not New Year's resolutions, because we don't yeah. do New Year's resolutions. Those things get broken t- way too quick. Yeah. Um, but before that, um, now, by the time you guys are listening to this, the GW uh, reveal party online will probably have already happened. Um mm. But yesterday they dropped uh, very fuzzy, terrible pictures of some upcoming stuff for uh, Age of Sigmar. And today, yeah, the Warhammer community page said, "All right, the pictures are leaked and they're terrible. Look at some decent pictures. Stop calling it a kangaroo." I um, do appreciate that they they very quickly just are like, eh, "We're taking an L on this one." Here's the good photo. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not they're not just gonna like make us wait till Saturday because they want they want the clicks, they want the views, they want to own that conversation. Makes right. total sense to me. I'm glad that they do that. Now oh, conspiracy corner time. Conspiracy corner, okay. conspiracy corner. There's all the people who say that they leaked it out to the people so that it would get leaked so that they could drop this and be like, Oh no, no, we want you to look at ours. So they get the hype and see what people think first and then drop their own. I don't know that I buy that, but I've already heard people saying that. Like, how else did they get these pictures? The leak was less than 24 hours, and then they did release their own. If the leak never happened and they just released it, they would still own the comment. That doesn't doesn't track to me. 
I know. But and you, I'm super into QAnon, so I know how stuff like this works. Oh, you know I know, I, mean? I know, I yeah. know you are. Because you're not the drop, dude. You're always telling me about that stuff. I mean, I'm glad I talked you out of going to the going to the march last week. Well, did you though? Well, oh, you. Oh, that's yeah. Yes, There's I talked you out of it. Tomorrow. You were not there. Oh yeah, I know. Just wait. Just wait. Be cool. Ugh. Be cool, baby. Be cool. Be cool. All right. So let's look at these uh, Venari Lord Regent on another as yet unseen creature ready to lead the charge of Lumineth Calgary. Cal- uh, cavalry. Um, you, you're talking about the kangaroos? The, the, well, that first picture sure looked like one, and then every picture other than that doesn't quite. But let's just kind of go with this. I think these things look pretty rad. I didn't like them at first when we saw just the okay. one, but now that you saw the picture of all yeah. five of them riding, yeah, oh, they look fast. They look like there's a lot of motion in these models. There's a lot of movement what here. Was, you, you're a nerd, right? Can I confirm? Uh, I don't think that's a hidden thing, but yeah. In, in 1999, you were in the movie theater for uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, yeah? I absolutely was. Where George Lucas introduced you to Gungans, yes? Yes, I saw the Gungans and the Gungan mounts. Are these dudes riding those Eopies from the Gungans? Is that what these are? The these faces Eopies. the faces and the necks got a bit of a got a bit of a Yopi look to them. They absolutely do. I mean they're not quite as duck bill platypus faced, but I don't know. Uh, we got some bombad generals coming in on these bad boys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I like, okay, and here's the thing. Now, I totally, if you've been listening to the show, I completely converted the heads on my uh, on my hammer elves. Because but you kept the you kept the bull part, right? Yes. Like, yeah. I kept the bull part. these dudes have gazelles or yeah, antelopes Sorry. or gazelles or something like that. Um, I don't know. Like I'm looking at that. Like I, it's weird because I first looked at that and said, "Man, I just converted all those tall helmets with the giant thing." These look sleeker, though. I mean, maybe it's just because they're straight up tall and the and the horns kind of go up instead of straight out. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the yeah, I I think the horns. Um looking like that help because the 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 bull horns or steer horns or whatever they don't look quite as like you know recognizable and and like obviously real whereas these seem more in line with what genus are deer or antelope or whatever i don't even know um yeah (laughs) yes oh we're not science bros no not us (laughs) (laughs) point is like these things just look more of the natural world, I guess. And so, like, you just can identify them. And the the way the helmet, like, their neck and the helmet are clearly of a, of a piece where it, that natural kind of swoopy motion feels legit, you know? It doesn't. Um, the old, the, the, the Hammer Bros look like a really tall helmet with this giant, heavy cow head on it that looked like, how do you even wear that without your head just falling to the side? Right, but this, just this thirty-pound horn oplenty nonsense. It looks lighter. It kind of comes in. It plus the the helmet comes down along the sides of their head, so it looks like maybe it it's it's got a bit of a better brace. But it's like you said, it curves back instead of just going up like the cone head yeah. with a cow head. It curves back a bit and then forward like a neck into yeah, that now, head. It's it's re- I like it. 
real talk. Um, if these dudes are loping along on these EOP ruse, um, there's no way that helmet is staying on. That thing is one step and it's halfway off, two steps and it's 30 feet behind these dudes, right? I mean, well, that, real talk. But, yeah, but it kind of comes down all the way over their heads and over their ears. Plus, oh, it's got those side flaps. And I'm a whole, I'm just, maybe there's a it chin strap. It doesn't have like the under chin strappy. It, it better it have an under a, chin strappy. There better be a strap. And strappy. it probably needs like another like clips that clip it to the breastplate or something. This is, ah, I'm not buying it. it listen. If there's it's no a way world of fantasy and make believe. Yeah, it's it's rumors. <laughs> I mean, every one of these dudes, every one of these dudes is a ma- magician or wizard or whatever they call him in this world, right? Yeah. So, like, maybe they're held on by magic. It's, whatever, dude. Uh, yeah, honestly, any other race couldn't, but the elves are just so graceful that they could be loping yeah. along on these things and they keep their balance so perfectly. I don't know. It's there. I, I don't like the super. I never liked the super tall helmets, especially when you put decorations way at the top of the helmet. But I like yeah. these better than the cow helmets. Like these, I don't necessarily. Looking at the pictures, I don't feel the need to convert. Do you think that we're going to see another faction of these, like faction within the larger LRL book of a bunch of dudes with gazelle heads? Is that going to be a thing? You know, because, like, there's the cow, there's the stone bros. So you got the bros, and you got the big cow, and you got the, like, well, the and character. The, and they're the stone, right? And then. Right. Uh, and so what are these dudes? Are these dudes air? Wind? I, I, yeah, What's... I think they're wind. With okay. the speed and the movement, I think they're wind. Now, the bottom of their helmets look like the current archer dudes, the sentinels or whatever. Yes. But sentinels don't have gazelle heads on their helmets, correct? They do not. They have just big feathers. Also, is it interesting, and I'm sure somewhere Alex Gonzalez is thrilled, that the the bows, the, the there's only one string. There's not there's not the three strings on the top of it. My guess is that the three string is what allows them to do that 30 inch, I don't have to see you, I can just shoot you from anywhere on the table range, and that these guys Where are not going to have that range. Oh, that makes some sense. That's my okay. guess because these guys are probably a bit that's shorter the extra range. Juice, that's that power. That's the juice. Yeah. So the if you go with all three string strings, juice, uh-huh. these guys don't have the triple string juice. All right. So what do you think? Okay. Here's the thing: the people who care already know the answer, but you don't know the answer. How far do these dudes shoot, and how far do these dudes move? I'm guessing that the, with this speed, uh, considering that the regular horse for this is a 14. Okay. I'm, 16, guess, then? I'm guessing these guys are either 16 or 18. Or are they going to be like a little slower, but they have some sort of like fly rule where they can jump over things because they're kangaroos? That's possible. I'm totally guessing because I got no clue. Um, yep. I'm, I'm guessing the bow range is going to be <sighs> with their speed. It's I'm, only one string. Yeah. Gotta, I, be, gotta be 10. Well, and their, their range is up 15 and 30. So I'm I'm guessing the range on this is going to be either 12 or 15 because these things can move so fast. And if they can move and shoot, you can't God, have that low uh, of a range. I'm guessing 15 tw- inch range on top of a, a thing that moves. That's, moves a, like 15. that's a big power threat, dude. That's I don't a- know how strong these things are. I mean, they might just do one damage and who cares? Like it's not really doing much, but potentially and, and, you tell me, can you juice these bros with spells, existing spells, um, to give them more power or anything well, like that? Well, those, those arrow tips. With their own spells? 
those arrow tips looked like the same as the other arrow tips, which, as you know, are sun metal weapons. Oh, we got the mortal wound on, on fives and sixes. Yes, fives because the, they are the, called the Venaris. It's Venari, which is the... That's that's what the other guys are, the Venari riders and the spear. All all the Venari have the sun metal weapons. These guys we are did it. these guys are flying out from the edge, hitting you on sixes or five with mortal wounds. Oh, we that, figured it out. Oh. <laughs> Don't even need the preview. Yeah, you hey, look, you and I sat down, we've already decided this is what it is. Now when it comes out and it's completely wrong, that's gonna be awesome because I, I couldn't care less if I'm wrong. I'm just Okay. Real talk, real talk about these dudes though. Um, we know that playing at least casual play against LRL is not the most fun, right? Yes. Yeah, I would say that. Are these dudes going to make it more or less fun or less, less fun? Um, I think more options so that you don't have to take all the spears and bows, you know, because that's what makes it less fun is that. I think that's what where the game gets unfun when you just have an all spear and bow army. So I think this, mo- more options to take other stuff will make it less less fun or more fun. Came out three months ago. What's happening here? Why are we getting new stuff? Talk uh, okay, to me. this yeah, you and you and me both. We we were, in okay. fact, I started to ask you about this before you're like saving for the show. If you want to put out a new bits to your army in a year and then give them another mm-hmm. book. You know, a la the Stormcast. Oh, look, new chamber. I have no problem with that. I literally just finished building all of this. I thought I was done. You were ahead of the game because you got it done. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, I got this whole army built, everything we need. I've got more than 2,000 points at this point. If Harrison wants to make adjustments, he can. I was. Yeah. I swear I was looking at this going, please be for... Uh, Harrison and I said the same thing. Tyrion's army's coming next. This is awesome. We're getting Tyrion's army. Here's the first look at it. And then they're like, oh, it's Lumineth Realm Lords. I'm like, oh, is, Tyrion, is Tyrion's army also called the Lumineth Realm Because if this is for if this is for Teclis's army, what is happening? Like, my book is now obsolete. And I have no background well, I mean, you can staple you can staple these sheets to it, you know. Well, right. I mean, but listen. I mean, it's, it seems weird to me that you would put out a book and three months later, there, there's you remember army. Do you remember three months ago when, or two, three months ago, two episodes ago when I was on and we were talking about worst of, and my worst of was rules bloat and that you have to carry around five books for a game of Warcry? Right. Now you have to carry around potentially two, but I mean, I don't know what this is being released in, like another Broken Realms book or something. I don't know. Um, are you going to have to carry around two books just to play LRL? Is that what's popping? This is crazy. It's probably that, or else I got to have to have a, a, my my binder with the big FAQ because if they, the big FAQ is due out this month, and we're getting late in the month, and if they're going to drop this and just drop all these rules and points in the big FAQ, oh by the way, yeah. we threw in a couple of units. I assume that they're dropping the FAQ on Saturday when they're doing the preview. It just makes good science sense. Yeah, but then what about? I just I. This. What about this character dude on the thing? He looks fresh. I like that dude. Yes, the Lord Regent. Yeah. No, that dude, this... I like. Yes, and his and his beast is a little different, or it seems a little different. It's 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 heavier. Yeah, the, it's the got neck... more of a, a, a steer head 
thing. Yeah, Whoa. the neck is thicker and shorter, and the and the horns are in a different shape. Yep, and long tail, and he's got. Uh, yeah, I I like this dude. This dude appeals to me. I like this guy. This is a guy. See this, and when when you look at this, you're like, okay, here comes Tyrion's army. Yeah, because well, he was and, all okay, about the so, mounted stuff, and I just looking at this, going, God, I love this model. This model's fresh. I like this dude. Uh, his helmet, he's got like a uh, an eagle on it or something. What do you think that is? Uh, it looks like a bird at the top of the crest there. Right. You know, I want yeah. to know how come all of they got all this armor on the uh, the what the what what were the Gungans things? Because I'm not calling this a kangaroo. Yopies. They got all these armor on the Yopies heads. I would love to see little elf head faces on the top of the Yopies helmets. <laughs> Since- no. <laughs> That's mental. I don't like that at all. No, don't do that. Scrap heap that, that idea, buddy. Don't. Okay. You know what? Edit this out of the show. This is horrible. <laughs> Here's my question for you, though. Here's my legit question. So when you look at the Yopies, uh-huh. they've got the swirly, almost brocade-style armor uh-huh. that we've seen throughout. Yes? Yes. Yes or yes? Yeah, okay. it's it's that it's all that, that, that fancy finish on the... Uh... When, you, when you look at the Benari Lord Regent... Not so much with the swirlies, yes or yes? There's no swirlies. Well, there's a little bit, but it's not that inlay stuff. It's more of a outer lay. Yeah, he, he's got he's got the the sort of elf thing there on the the front forearm of the. No, that's not a you. It's, no, we, that's not a yoke. It's pretty rad. Um, he does have the weird that, Zelda looking shield. Uh, yeah, it's sort of the master shield, isn't it? But uh, I I just oh, I like this. I like this a lot. Is that flame iconography? Uh, is that anything? Is that is that like Phoenix King stuff? What is that on the shield? It looks almost like a chalice with something coming from it, which with the Venari, that's, uh, what do you call it? The Cathalar's got the chalice she walks around with, with the burning the... Oh. So that could be that. Or it's just some steaming hot cocoa. We don't know. We're going to find out. Hey, I like a hot cocoa, but it's got to be that Abuelita stuff that you buy from Nestle, because that's the good stuff. What about this new vampire? Um, Ooh. Now, first of all, I think I think when I'm looking at this preview, now we haven't gotten anything for a little while. You know, like stuff has been slowed down because of COVID, right? This is a I am not giving an answer answer. This is you are really, really soft selling this one. Continue. Here's my I'm just I'm calling you out. We're going back. We know. We know the technique that you're employing. Going back to conspiracy corner. Okay. I haven't really. I mean, Harrison bought. I mean, he sold his. Not real. Harrison sold his old high elves, and he used his money to buy this Lumineth Realm Lords army. I have not bought a new army for some since I bought Night Haunt, well over a year and a half ago. Okay. Nothing has come out that has grabbed my attention. I've bought nothing. I'm pretty convinced that Games Workshop might listen to our show and realize they're not getting enough of my money because Don't call they come it our out. Show. Well, I mean, my show, whatever. You know what I mean? Ours. It's yeah. the, this is hey, this this show belongs to the community, my friend. Have we made it clear? I am. I you am are not the guesting. You are guest. Yes, you are a guest host. You are not the new not, co-host. Never. No. No. <laughs> you are not committing shouts to, to this. Alex, shouts to to Chris. You shouts to Chris and Barnett. New. No, doing this show. Um, but suddenly they came out with a whole bunch more Realm Lords, and now that Harrison doesn't have any money left, when he wants this, yeah. I'll be buying this. 
And right. we know that with very few exceptions, I buy everything they come out with for the undead faction. Are we still talking about vampires? Oh, yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, because you know what? I think they're listening Ooh. to the show and they realize, uh, listen, we don't get enough of white tech's money, so let's put out all sorts of stuff that only, that that, that totally, because. Are you saying you're all in? I can't tell if you're all in. With the exception of the head, I'm kind of, I'm kind of all in. Oh, I'm kind of all in. 100%. I'm not, no, the face, maybe it's the paint job and the red hair and the bats like holding up the hair or something. Or maybe they're just supposed to be flying around the hair. I'm not sold on the head. I mean, that's a choice. Someone made a choice. Here's the thing when I look at that. All right. First off, I love, 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 love his armor. The armor is okay. awesome. This is blood dragon armor, isn't it? This or is it blood looks dragon like it. armor. But here's the thing. like at the, at the end of 7th, when they came out with those metal vamps, the Vlad and the... Um, the one uh uh what's the main guy's name the manfred and conrad like. yeah yeah so it was all like super fluted you know and uh-huh. it was like super gothic stuff this is gothic but it's not too much guy like they dialed it back from 11 to like a good eight and a half this, this is good this, this is i like this i agree because this could have been Every bit of etched stuff in the like they could have done similar to the Realm Lords. They could have gone in with the way ornate armor. Yeah, I mean, everything they've come out with lately has been cranked up so high. This armor is kind of plain. It's got it's yeah. got the the shape is great, great, but it's not overdone. This is a simple armor for a several hundred year old vampire who doesn't need filigree, and he doesn't. Right. Need, he doesn't need to be dressed up like the the god emperor of mankind with the armor of, I, you know. I do like the high metal collar, um, which, you know, speaks to the, you know, an attempt to protect behead the these vampires. Mm-hmm. Right. So protect your neck. That mace um, is rad. I, so that's a point of contention for me. That feels like a very brutal weapon. And I feel like this dude would be a bit more of a duelist and would do more of a of a blade type. That's just me. We've got a lot of those. I like to see this thin vampire with this much strength. It's like that they look thin, but they're super strong. Because that, honestly, the end of that mace looks like the Witch King's mace from Lord of the Rings. It certainly does. I and, do want to see what I assume is a bat wing on his right shoulder pauldron. You just can't really tell exactly what it is. Uh-huh. I want to see that. I love the old blood dragon motif on his shield. Yep. Um, bro, the the head, the the hair, the bats. Oh. So if they turned the armor down from an eleven to like an eight and a half, they cranked the hair up to like a thirty-six. It's crazy. I can't. Here's the thing. And then and then they painted it just like banshee red. That's got to go. Like. We got to clip the bats off. We just have to. Because here's the other thing. Look at where that hangs on the mop. Like anyone who ever, if you're playing in not like t-shirt weather, if you've got a long sleeve shirt on or a hoodie, forget it. Those things are snagging on your, your cuffs and your, the, all day. You are like, you're going to grab some dice and accidentally whip that dude 30 feet. You're just going to go flying. You know? Uh, okay, this is a swing for the fences that it, it didn't quite make it. It got about three it quarters. Of, it got about three quarters of the way to the fences. Maybe it landed on the field and they made a double. Maybe they got a fly. Maybe they flew out. 
this is are this is bats, morning track okay. power, but this is not a home run. Are those bats supposed to be holding the hair, or are they just flapping around it? Because it makes no sense that they're holding it. But if they're just flapping around it, then why is the hair doing that? Is it alive? Because that's like Marvel Comics Medusa type stuff. Like it is going in every direction. That's not wind blown. That hair is going doubling back, going up, down, left, turning around, making a quick that okay, that hair makes more twists and turns than the bullets in the Sapruder film. Like seriously. I see what you did there. A very old man reference. Uh, somebody had to make it. Here's my question to you. Is the hair part of the head or is the hair a bit unto itself? And I'm asking because I'm wondering if we could give him my haircut and just not glue the hair in and instead apply a small dab of green stuff and just make him bald. I don't mind a bald vampire. They did it with Conrad. They did it with Manfred. You could, you could, you could smooth that out. You could totally smooth that out. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Options, baby. Cause I like, I just, that head is driving me bonkers looking at it. Like, Mentally, I'm trying to like say, okay, what if I turn the hair to like black hair? But then you got black bats, and so now the bats maybe they're gray or brown. Somebody posted but, that like, online. They went in and changed the color scheme. They 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 took the skin from white to uh, like a have a bit of a purple tint. They colored okay. in the eyes and gave them pupils and and stuff like that. And they changed oh, yeah, the hair to white. black. Yeah. yeah, and it did look better? it did look better. Absolute, a hundred percent looked better. And they like I just quick did this with my computer. Like I wasn't really going in for the, the or the, even like white like Sephiroth hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like anime, but that could be kind of cool. Well, that doesn't quite count. That's uh, that's that's Final Fantasy. That's video game. Well, I like it though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Did we do it? I, think I, I so. don't know if we did. I'm, I'm curious. Okay. Though, this is a soul blight vampire. So are they getting a new book or are, is this, I have a feeling, I, see, I have a feeling we're getting a new, just a legions of Nagash book because now he got the new rules in the, in the, uh, uh, the bone daddy's book. He got, that's cause that's where his rules are now. He doesn't even have his own rules in his own book okay. and they're kind of moving the story along. And I feel like this is going to be not its own book, not like a you know, not like the ghoul ghoul book or the night haunt book. I got a yeah. feeling this is just a faction coming into like basically a new undeath book, you know, for the whole thing, which I think would be cool. I don't know that you need a, a separate book for each of these. I I kind of like that. Nagashi Here's my other off. question, though. So. In a lot of the preview, in the little video snippet preview, it looked like, and the, the listeners probably already know the answer to this, but it looked like there were also vampire hunter, witch hunter models coming too. So I'm, I guess bottom line is I'm really excited for Saturday and let's find out what's popping. Yeah. And if this yeah. doesn't release early, if it releases just when it's supposed to release, it will have already happened and everyone will have their answers yeah. and they'll be like, you big dummies. But don't be rude. We're, we're guessing because this we is what know. we do on the show. This is what we do. We we're, look at cool Warhammer stuff and we say, that's awesome. I'm, and you know what? I'm looking. What what I'm really excited about is um, to see what the lore is and what they're doing with the vampires now. If they're getting, yeah. if, 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 if Soul Blight is getting a whole revamp, um, what are they doing with that? And, you know, maybe, who knows? I mean, not that they use them that much. But vampires always bring necromancers along with them. Okay. And maybe there'll be some new zombie models. Because 
Damn. Oh, stop. <laughs> you know, I, I mention it all the time only because I want them, and I don't want the ones that they make. But I want new zombies. Oh. I want them. I want them. I and, and I get what I want eventually. 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 So, all right, you know what? That's, uh, I think that's it for this new stuff. We did it. Let's, uh, why don't we take a break again? And when we come back, we will start to talk about um, not New Year's resolutions because we don't do those. But we definitely do, um, you know, uh, planning our next year out, uh, planning our bit of our future. We'll be right back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we are back again, back again. I'm bringing us back. And uh, this is not talking about your New Year's resolutions. This is talking about your vision, your plan for 2021. And hopefully, you as a listener will gain as much as I gained out of this. Because this this whole segment, full disclosure, Rotor and I were having a paint night. And he's like, so what are your plans for this? And and all of this came from that conversation. I said, we need to do, we need to talk about this on the air because not only have I never gotten that detailed about my plans and gone through it, but um, it's so much better than just putting together a New Year's resolution or uh, this year yeah. I want to do X or Y or Z. You called it a vision board or a vision plan or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's one one way to do it. I've got a couple different ways, and I think we're going to talk about both of them. Sure. Um, because you know, there's different there's different hobbyists, right? And there's different sort of ways of digesting, understanding, accomplishing, blah blah blah. However you want to look at it, and, and some dudes are um, a little more type A, and a little uh, some guys are a little more type B, and you know, I just want to make sure that we. We're talking about stuff that can help a lot of different people. Um, well, and all of this started because you're like, so what are you going to do next year? What is your 2021? What are you going to get done this year? I'm like, well, I'm going to paint Harrison's Realm Lords, and I'm going to finish my Night Hunt and finish my Ogres. And you just laughed. You're like, okay. And where's the, what, what, what exactly is the plan for that? I'm like, well, and here was my plan. 
I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it. I, I'm gonna paint the Lumineth and I'm gonna paint the Night Haunt and I'm gonna paint the Ogres. And you're like, oh, that's fantastic. How long are you gonna? How long is that plan gonna stick? I'm like, about 37 minutes. There you go. That's the thing. So, okay, uh, I'm gonna get soups nerdy for just a sec because there, there's a lot of different ways of like saying this is my goal or whatever. And I didn't even do this with you, but this was the the sort of the underpinnings of the vision board. Um, so the a vision board initially is um, just things that you want to think about and see and and focus on for the year, right? And that's really what you're you're talking about is like I want a finished army. Maybe I want to I don't know learn to cook, which was one of mine for 2021. Um, and that's like kind of just general, you know, and like you can make it a literal vision board and like, I mean, that's what Pinterest is basically based on, right? It's like pulling together a whole bunch of different visual ideas and putting them together on a board. And like, this is my vision. And the the nice thing about the vision board and why it's way better than like a, a resolution is that it's alive and you can change it. And it's not like a thing where if you blow it week one, like I was doing dry January, no booze. And then How's that working out for you? Had a cocktail last night. Had a cocktail Sunday night uh, as well. Like it just, and it wasn't like, and just uh, we were watching that show, and I just wanted to have a cocktail and chill out while we watched three episodes. Like, it, not a big deal. But if now, it's a res- like, if it's a resolution and you break it, it's done. It, there's no getting it back. That's the thing. That's exactly right, and that's why resolutions are bad ideas. Whereas, like a vision board. It's a good idea, right? Because like yeah, it can yeah. it can evolve with you, like because your vision of what you want can change. So then the board changes to to match that. So you just, but I think what's really important is when we have like a, a an idea, like I wanna I wanna get the the Lumineth Realm Lords or the Night Haunt done. Like let's make that a little bit more tangible, and that's where I want to go with this because what we're really talking about is like a smart goal. Right. And so SMART is an acronym and it means specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, YTech, and time. <laughs> right? I like so, throw my name in there under the realistic. I got you. I see what you did there. Hey, for everybody, a different letter is probably a little bit more relevant to them. But being specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timed makes a smart goal. And so it's not just like uh, a loosey goosey idea, but it's like, okay, for me, um, I, I've got Stormcast, right. And I've been kind of fussing with them. And I was doing a list like this, then a list like that over the summer, like, and I sort of evolved it. And I don't actually have a legal 2000 point painted army at this point, because I'm just sort of all over the place. And or if I do, it's not effective in any way. And so when one of my, like on my vision board is having this army done because I eventually the restrictions will be lifted and we will be getting back together. And, and I want to be able to play a new army. Right. Um, and so when I say I want to paint Stormcast, that's like, that's terrible. But if I'm specific and I'm like, I am going to write a list. I'm going to paint that list. Then I will have a tournament ready 2000 point army that I can take. So 
Like now I'm being specific about what I want to do. Uh, measurable. Are they, are they complete? Did I get all the models? Are they bought? Are they built? Are they primed? Are they cleaned? Are they painted? Are they based? Like we can, we can actually put guardrails around that. Um, is this, is this actionable? Is this something that I can do? Yeah. Right. Like I, I, and this, this can vary because we can say things like, like for you, um, your crazy bases, is that, is that actionable? It is, but you need to do X, Y, and Z. And so those are like X, Y, and Z being tactics to make that actionable. So maybe for you with your, with your, um, with your ghost bros, like you need that roller from green stuff world. So like you have to write that down and then once it's like, once you write that down, then you can go do it. Right. Um, the big, the next one, the R is realistic. And so this is where so many of us get tripped up because realistic is taking that sort of the dream of, Oh man, I want to do this, that, and the other, and then starting to break it down. And it, sort of ties into timed as well, because what we want to say is like, if I want this army for, I don't know, I don't know if any events are actually happening in 2021 here, but let's say that something's happening in September, you know, and if not, we're going to make it happen. Well, if I want a 2000 point army by then, and it's late January already, that really gives me February, March, April, May, June, July, August. That's seven months, right? So now I have to get 2000 points in seven months. So now I've got like, now we're, we're starting to make it more realistic and we're getting our arms around it. How many models can I paint in a month? Well, if I can only do like four models a month, then I'm not going to do like a horde list, you know, now I start <laughs> like thinking about what I'm doing um, so that like tactically I can make this happen and be realistic about it. I'm not going to get like a hundred models a month painted. And that's, a trap that I think we all fall into because then it's really easy to not get something painted for a couple months. And then at a certain point, even our dreams, like we start realizing what's realistic and what's not, even if we're not speaking it out loud. And then that really kills enthusiasm and momentum. So we really right. got to be like aware of that. But so when you and I were talking, like what really tripped your trigger and what got you excited to start thinking like this? Well, it was when I said, okay, I'm going to do these things. And you're like, okay, so you're just going to paint all of it? You, I mean, we already talked about it. If I take all the battalions, I've got 6,000 points of Night Haunt. If I, if I do the, the grand Night Haunt, the, you know, the super battalion with all the mini battalions. Mm -hmm. and so you take out the battalions, it's still like 4,500 points or something like that. He's like, you're going you're gonna to paint all that, that horde. I'm like, well, I've got maybe half of it finished and you're like okay and how long did that take you i'm like over a year and you're like and you're gonna paint that and those other two armies and it's like oh <laughs> and we were just sort of making fun of each other between between pouring stuff down the sink and 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 changing plans um but what really got me going was you're like okay look let's start look look okay, what do you want what do you really want to get done like do you have all of your night haunt stuff even built and i'm like no and that right. was, and you're like, okay, well, uh, how are you going to paint it if it's not built? So then we started going down, and we just started with Night Haunt, and that actually was my first goal. Once I did, we started writing down all sorts of goals, like, and this went beyond, like, this went into not just Warhammer, but it went into Garage Hammer, and it went into working out and lifestyle changes. Like we, we really kind of got into this. Like we pulled yeah. this beyond. 
like you said, you did dry January. I'm doing, you know, yeah. let's start my weight starting with a two at some point eventually, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was finished building and priming all the night haunt by the end of January. Um, and right, by the way, you have to do that to get to painting them. And, they have to be built. They have to be primed. And you can right? see me here on our little video chat. See my piece of paper yeah. and my pen. I'm putting I a do. check mark next to that one because, as I said in the, and I've waited until you can see me here. Yeah. Check mark. First thing on this list is done because it's all that, built dude. and primed, and it, I'm a one step closer. So then we yeah. started talking about, well, what other things do you want to do? Big things, little things. And then we started going in and because – and what where I got jazzed. And I, actually, you had gotten off the phone because you were tired. It was like 12, 12.30, like, dude, I got to go to bed. I got I got a meeting in the morning. I'm like, okay. I think I was up for like two more hours. I was up to like – because I told you the next day, I'm like, I was up to like 2.30 right in my list. You're like, dude, what? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like I, This, and I put in this, and I did that. You're like, all right, you know what? I need to hang up with you now because <laughs> I can't handle this much energy. Uh, I, uh, you know, Super jazz. I was crazy. And that's – it was where – and it, it, it started with a jumble. Just took a list and wrote down all the things I wanted to do this year. And that yeah. list is insane. Like that became yeah. like a bucket list for you know my life, not just this year. And so then it became yeah. what's most important. And then we started to sort and to filter, and it became like sifting for gold almost. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. This is unreasonable to do for a year, and not get rid of it. Like it never went off the list, but it moved to like a secondary list of these are things I'd like to do, but these yeah. are the things I'm planning and. There's a difference. Is I, 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 do I look like a man with a plan? <laughs> I'm like I got a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do when I caught it. You know that kind of thing. And so, this is, this got me really excited. And I said, oh, if, and if I can do this, flighty white tech who panics at the at the at a drop of a hat and and can't can't stay with an army for more than a month or two before he's looking at the next thing. If I can do this, we got to put this on the show because I know there's yeah. other people who are just as bad, if not worse, than I am. Right. Yeah, and so the big thing really is, like, dream. That's super cool. But then, like, start to get your arms around how you would make that dream a reality. You just have to start breaking it down and working to to really realize. So, like, like we've been talking about, to get your um, – everything done for your ghosts you needed to build and then you needed to prime your black coach and that's done so now you're you're in a good position to get that thing based and then start working at finishing the list right yeah and that's and, and, that's... and i think that's a huge place for other people to start too is to and especially with this uh the new faq that's going to drop and it's going to do you know word jumble uh on all of our lists points and whatnot we're all going to be rewriting lists in the very near future so this is a great time to sit down and really consider your list right so like what what's the battalion how am i structuring this list whatever and then get that thing down on paper and then you can start to say what's painted what's not if anything do i own it all do i have to purchase right and so like you can start to break it down at that granular level. And the more granular you get, then it becomes easier to get to the next step. Because if it's like, this is, this is my list. This is what I need and what I want to get done for this year. Then the next question is, do I own this? No. Then I go get it. Right. And if I do own it, great. But that's like the next rock to push. Right. You start to also build a checklist. 
Suddenly mm-hmm. you've got a, and my list got way longer. My original list had like five things on it. Now my list is a full page with like thirty things, but it's the same five things. Yes. But now it's like, wait a minute. I need. I got. In fact, I just changed something on the list, if I may. Um, write a Realm Lords two K list by the end of January and paint that list by the end of the year. Not necessarily having to paint all eighty Realm Lord models. Paint. Mm-hmm. The, get a two K army done, so that way yes. when we go to play, you can actually have a painted army. Now I actually changed that to February based on what just happened in the last segment, which is there's more Lumineth Realm Lords units coming out <laughs> in the next month. Yeah, who knew? and Harrison was freaking out about them today while I was FaceTiming them. He's like, "Oh my god, those look so cool!" Now he was upset. He thought he was getting his Tyrian army on top of it, and I kept asking him, "Where are you getting the money for a whole Tyrian army?" I'm like, if this is Realm Lords, we can get a unit and add it in. But so he's working on his list now. And I did tell him he can write two lists, one with techless and one without. Because I actually basically, I told him write a 2,000-point list that doesn't need techless, and I'm still going to paint techless. But that's that's neither here nor there. But we did back up. We're backing up this list now because with the new announcement, oh, well, that changes things on my list. Yeah. Those might be in the list. Those yeah. probably are. But I, but it's not paint all. You know, I, I, I took me three cans of primer to prime this whole army because it's still. I mean, it's like, I've got like 80, 90 models, which isn't nearly right. as much. I mean, I've, I've got uh, over a hundred models painted for Night Haunt, and that's not half half of what I own painted. Yeah, but you know, I was I was thinking about this because when we when we last did a show together. I had said that I was going to get the new um, Slanesh army, the mortals, right? And I think that's still going to happen. Looking so nice. They are looking real fresh. And by the way, when are you getting that dire chasm for me, baby? I'm getting it soon. I'm. Go- I think I'm going this week. I'm going this week. Okay. To Grogdos, right. and I'll get you. I'll get you your part of it. Ding. Um, oh wait, yeah. But, Sorry. <laughs> um, but where I'm going with this is. It's my intention, rather than do what I traditionally do, which is buy two of everything, right? Um, and maybe more of, of battle line stuff, is I'm going to write the list first, and I'm going to buy the list next. Um, and that's something that as a collector and hobbyist first, I don't really do very often. And But what happens is I buy all this crap, and then I throw it in the closet of shame, and then I just never take it out because it's overwhelming how much there is. And so I have to fight that I want, I want impulse because deep in my heart, I feel like the buy two of everything is the right way to go because I want that whole, I want, I don't, I don't want a 2000 point list. I want that army. I want the whole army. And and, and, and from a collector. And like I said, I mean, I do far more hobbying and, and, and building it. I love to build models. I think that's my favorite part of the hobby. I love to read the lore and have the toys sitting on the shelf and maybe they're not all painted and maybe I don't play that often, but I want to have the army. And so buying two of everything is wonderful, but it is not productive. And it's a lot devastating to your productivity. Right. And I would also, I would also say if you bought, the list like write the list buy the list paint the list if you're still in love with the list or if you're still in love with the army well now that you've completed your 2000 points it's your opportunity to write a new list and then you get to do it again and you won't have dust collecting on these models where 
the hype is gone because right. you never bought the Bliss Barb Archers or whatever, well, right? And, and so now you get to go write that list. And how have you, like I said, you you even said it. You, you know, you you historically buy the stuff that you want to paint. And you put together a list of stuff that you think looks cool, and then you go to your tournaments, and you don't care. You go oh and you know one and four, oh and five. And you're just I like, do. I and do. You're like, my, and, 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 it's, and it's not because you don't care if you win, but you put together a list that looks great but kind of sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Finish your two K, and then be like, okay, this works. I want more of this, or I want less of this. But make the adjustments after you at least get what you bought done, and it's. This is a question of discipline, which I think if we're gonna if we're gonna if if we're gonna summarize this entire segment and this entire board, this entire you know vision that we're doing for 2021, it all comes down to discipline. That's the big thing. Um, That's the only way that you can get it done. Yeah, you need to be disciplined to not buy. You need to be disciplined to focus. You need to be disciplined to then execute on what you said you were gonna do. You know. Right. Don't and, overpromise and underdeliver, but do what you say you're going to do. You know, right. be a man of your word. And then it's it's and it, it, this also helps because I also have my my one month rule. I don't buy new stuff until it's been out a month because I want to make yeah. sure that the hype is is real and that I'm not just yeah. buying the next cool army because I read the book and the book's amazing. Yeah. Um, keeping with this keeps it it helps. This helps me from doing the Warhammer Butterfly. Or the, mm-hmm. or the Warhammer Magpie. Oh, that's shiny. I'm going to get it. Oh, that's shiny. Yes. I'm going to get it. Like, I've literally only per- only ordered one thing recently uh, outside of going to get the Dire Chasm to get those elf models. Is I, I want that because I was trying to put together a list uh, to play some ogres against Harrison because I do have them. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. have a Maw Pot. Like, I never bought it when it came out because I don't. I was following my own rules. I don't play with ogres enough to. To, to to need one right away and I'm like oh I'll just get it eventually and then I went to play I'm like oh crap I don't have one it's been out like a year so I had to order one of those so that's like the only thing right now I'm, I'm doing and that's I'm, I added that to my list get the maw pot at least built and primed so it, if I want to play around with it I can but mm-hmm. this is yeah it's discipline and it it keeps me from running around to the new shiny which I mean you know it's good for my pocketbook as well as the whole discipline thing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, oh, I'm i looking at this list, and I'm just, I'm so excited about stuff. You know, oh, finish building and painting one Warcry Warbrand by the end of summer. Like, and it seems like oh, that's like, what, 12 models or something like that again? And I gave right. myself till the end of summer. But that's because I know I want to paint this black coach, and I want to get at least some of Harrison's stuff painted. I know I'm going to need the couple of character models and some of his um, uh, battle line units done. And I want to get some of that painted before he comes home again so that he can start to see that some of it's getting done, get the hype train rolling. So I moved the Warcry Warbrand, which when it's something short, like I'll do it. No, I'm going to work on a bigger project. And then when I need a palette cleanser, I've got this Warcry Warband that I can work on. Because whenever we all get together, we play a bunch of Warcry at the end of the night because it's quick and it's fun, and I'd like to have at least. Have you picked? Have you picked a Warcry Warband? I think because uh, I haven't gotten the new guys because I I just I don't want to drop two hundred ten dollars for terrain in those two little Warbands that I don't own. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the I like the Snake guys a lot, and I've already started yeah. them, so I think I want to go and just finish them. At least that way, I've got them painted and done. 
Yeah. So I think I'm going so, with the snakes. When do you? So in in being in talking about like timed, when do you see yourself starting that project? If if we know end of summer is finish, which are we saying end of August, like August thirtieth? Yeah. Well, actually, Evan parentheses before the start of school, so we're looking at probably like August seventeenth because we go back early this year. Okay, so mid August, you got to finish it. Mm-hmm. There are I don't did we say a dozen guys? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm in school till June, and I've got this one started. Like, I'm in, I, I'm in graduate school, like the, until like June. Uh, Can you realistically? Would you paint it? Would you paint like army style, where you do one color across all dudes, or would you paint each dude individually? Um, I well, like I said, I already kind of started it, and I'm just going with a bunch of different green tones, mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of sort of. I already started with sort of batch batch painting the group like they're all similar. Yep. So I'm not going with too um, much individuality with them. How much time do you think realistically it would take to get those 12 dudes knocked out? Less than a month. So I mean, the way I paint less than a month, yeah. Somewhere between July 15 and July 30. You need to start this project, though. Yes. Um, and if you're saying July 30th, that only gives you two weeks. So you're doing a dude a night. And if you say July 15th, you get a dude every two nights, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, right? Right. Does that mean then that you're done with your night haunt by July 15th? Oh, I don't know. Oh, see, oh, I haven't thought about see, this. I, you got to start looking at how they click together all these things that you want to do. Also, you're talking summertime. Are you going on a vacation? Are you are you? We going actually have Disney booked. Wife? We have Disney booked if it's if it's open because we're in that vacation club and we got our points. We got to use them. So yeah, I have. So that that's going to kill. That's going to kill a week or two, yep. right? Your Disney vacation. Yep. So you got to keep that in mind when you're planning this out to be realistic. And to actually put in that work where you can create something that is attainable, you can't overpromise to yourself because you're going to bum yourself out, right? Right. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, and this warband, honestly, this is something that it's going to, like I said, I threw this in there as something I knew I could, I knew I could get it done. And I'm going to need a little break from an entire Realm Lords army and finishing up my night haunt and stuff like that. Um, and so I, I, this is something I can always just kind of pull out. Like, this is just a, a little, little thing on the side. Let's talk about these night haunt. When you say finish, what exactly is finish? Well, the funny thing is, is I'm looking at my list right here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm done with the night haunt. Like I, I literally only put finished building and priming them all by the end of January. I never went back and put when I'm going to have the army painted by. So this done. is something I got. Moving yeah. on to Realm Lords. Yeah. <laughs> like I got, um, I, I, you know what? And I didn't realize I did that until we started looking back at the list. Um, I'm not certain. Like I said, my next thing I'm going to do, the next thing that gets painted in this house is the yeah. black coach. And who knows? That okay. might inspire me. I've got, see, right now I've got time where I'm going to be doing some hobby. Mm-hmm. But until we get that list from Harrison and we get stuff down, I'm not going to paint that much Realm Lords because. I'm going to do one or two test models and then be like, all right, let's make sure we got a list and that we're doing what we're doing. So I'll probably just start, you know, playing around with the night haunt and see how much I have left and how much I, I can I can get done. Because that's 
a lot of so, only like three or four colors and contrast paints, and I've been batch painting the heck out of that when I was doing it. I think that one can go pretty quick. Realistically, okay, I'm good. not just trying to rush it. I'm saying, you know, I painted that. But what does go quick mean? Like, do you see yourself being done in end of Feb or end of March? Realistically. With all of it, I don't think so. Um, okay. I, I think I think I will I think I'll have the black coach done by the end of the month, only because okay. it's kind of big and I got to really play around. And I, you know, it's I'm the gonna, month being January. I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah, by the end of January, yeah. I okay. think so. I'm, you're gonna get that painted, yeah, and then and then, so. and then in February, are you gonna keep going on run or on uh, night hunt? I think so until I've got that stuff from Harrison. Yeah, uh, and that's just a matter of when we have one of our paint nights. I'm gonna sit down, and uh, that stuff I could. That's that's so because it's all contrast paints and it's like five colors total outside of the metallics. You know, but um, you still need to like write down what you want to get done in that time. Right? right, and that I haven't done yet. And this is where this is where we need to work on this, or I need to work on this. I need to actually sit down and ca- I think, in fact, here, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, because it's it, it, like you're saying it, but I hear it and it's loose. It's like, I can do it and it'll be easy. Yeah, but what is easy? Are we painting Banshees? What is easy? Are we painting? Step one, catalog all my night haunt. There's a way. Because I don't even know. I, I know what I have, like, I in general, in my head on the shelves, but I don't know what's completely done, what's half done, what's not done. So I'm going to catalog all my night haunt and get them into the category. So first of all, what do I have? Because I got like two or three hundred night haunt models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lot. Zombies don't count. No, I have no zombies because it's night haunt. But I've got I got 120 of the of the chain rasps, and I know 80 of those are painted. And I've you know that's right there is 120. I've got uh, like 30 of the blade guys, 30 of the other ones. So I've got a lot. Uh, I'm going to catalog them all and categorize how fit, how done they are. They are by January 31st. So now I've got that first step done. Second step, um, group them. For batch paint or for painting. Okay. So now I'm going to plan. Okay, this uh, this is what I've got. This is the stuff that really needs to be painted, and which 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 units and which things am I going to start working on? Because if I get a checklist of what I have, once again, checklist, mm-hmm. checklist the different night haunt units, then I can go down and be like, okay, I got these done. I got this done. I got this done. Because a lot of them will go easily together. A lot of the stuff, because it's all going to be the same purple cloaks on anything that's got a cloak. So I'll put those together. Uh, the Banshees and the Herodons and stuff like that, they're going to have a similar look. I batch them together. Mm-hmm. And that way when I start But painting, you might want to also like write a list and be like, okay, I only need one Banshee. So you don't need to do all the Banshees and Herodons together necessarily if you're just trying to, right? And so you're still, you're, you're drifting back to paint it all. So ah, yes, I am. Should, I kind of am. You kind of are. So be specific. That's the S in smart goals. Get the list together. Get the list together Get, for painting. That's a great place to start. This, so here's yeah. here's the other thing that I'm hearing as you're talking this through is um, 
until you get a list from Harrison, you don't know what you're going to paint, but you've committed to getting that done this year. And so that's going to be really hard if your night haunts start drifting out further and further into springtime, because we just put a stake in the ground with your war cry. So at what point do you have to start getting a list from Harrison or do you say 20 uh, spear bros and 10 archers are going to be the backbone of every list. I know I can paint these 30 things and I'm not going to paint any more until I get a list from him, but I need to do that to meet my goal. Yeah. And that, like I said, I changed that to, he's going to have the list by the end of February. So that gives me some time to okay. play around. Um, and at that point, like it's like, it's exactly like you said, I think I said it earlier. I know I'm going to have to have at least one Cathalar and I'm going to have to have at least some battle line stuff. And I'll do a couple of those just to make sure that we like the paint scheme by the time he comes home. Yep. And so that that's that's on my list. Again, breaking it down. Yeah, breaking yeah. it down, breaking it down. Um, it's amazing. The, other thing the, the ogres that, completely dropped off the list, by the way. They we, should. We talked about them, and I don't – I'm not taking them to a tournament. I'm not taking them anywhere they need to be painted. If I'm playing with them, I'm playing with them here in the house. Yep. They're not on the list at all, uh, other than going to sure. build that maw plot when I buy it, but that doesn't need to be on a list. When I get it, I'll I'll, I'll build it. Bear gray is fine. Yeah. Um, primer is, is better, but still fine, right? Like, right. Yeah, that's and, good. Good enough. And that's a 2022 project. Maybe. Right. <laughs> Maybe. But it's crazy how when we started this, I said, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And we're, when, once you started looking at it, it's like, okay, Z, yeah. Z just got dropped. Yep. The Warcry band got added. Other stuff is getting really tailored into dialing but, you it know, in. And, and, and maybe the Warcry is like your stretch goal. And if you can make it happen, this is the time that it fits in. And you, you can't make it happen because, bro, like life does happen. Your plans will get ruined in some form or fashion. You want them so that you can readjust them and you still like, you know what you want to get done or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you could lose your job. You could get a new job. You could have to move out of town, you know, like you don't know what's what 2021 has in store for you. And so you do have to give yourself some grace and some flexibility within your like to do list too, because otherwise if you get, too tied to it it can be just like that resolution where if you fail it and break it you lose all of your momentum you don't want to do that exactly you don't want to do that so would you say that prioritizing especially since some of this stuff is in different you know different armies different checklists different plans prioritize them not just get them into those time slots but mm -hmm. be like okay if if something's got to give what gives first Absolutely. So, like the War Cry War Band, I said I'd have it done by the end of summer. I think that could go, but if suddenly stuff gets tight, it's like, okay, I, honestly, if I don't get a War Cry War Band done, nobody's going to care. Just drop that. So, so then the question is, so that's one option. The other option is, is you slide it to autumn. You know, like right. maybe you still want to do it, but your summer got crazy and and you had to take an extra class or something, and who knows what, or you you end up teaching summer school and um, you don't have the time that you thought you did. Oh. Crazy idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> point is, like, you know, still like have these goals that you that you want to achieve, but give yourself that opportunity to let things go by prioritizing and by saying Warcry not as important for me. I think Warcry 
kind of is a little important. Like what I'm trying to get done this year, I said the 2000, but like 1200 points of it is done. Right. So it's really like 800 points of, of Stormcast for me, I think. And we'll know more once we get the FAQ and we see where the new points drop and if the list has to change or I get to add another character to it or something, who knows? Um, so there's that. I want to get this Blood Bowl team done. I want to get a Necromunda team done. I've never played that game. And so I just want like a little war band. Right. And then um, I think I want to get those four, the Dread Pageant from Dire Chasm. And that's, that would be my only, and I don't want to play the game. I just want to try them out and see if they make sense for next year for me, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's enough. That's for me, that's enough for this year. So you're you you you've packing in fewer goals, but you're like, I know I know that I've got other stuff going on, and so this is what this is where I'm at. I mean, we're building a house, we're so we're gonna move in in late spring, right? And so what does that mean to my schedule? And then um like what does work do? I mean, that's always sort of a question mark. Right. Um who who knows? And and with the kids and what does their summer activities look like? Like I, I have to be realistic, you know? Um, and so I think it's, I want to play Blood Bowl. I want to play Necromunda. I want to play AOS. That's it. And so I don't have my Slanesh, which I talked about wanting to do. It's actually not on my list. You know, I don't own those models yet. Right. Um, and then I, I bought Sisters of Battle, like, uh, the big box when it first came out a year and a half ago or whatever. The shrink wrap is That's still on, on my that list package, either. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not on the list though. Well, you I, know what, what was on my list for like two years and I had to pull it off the list. And I, in fact, the list changed from finish it to actually play with it mm-hmm. is Lord of the Rings. We had a listener, mm. we had a listener who was super generous and sent me the starter box oh, and, and like and the books. Blew it. And like I was supposed to, and, and that's part that's on my list now is play it a little bit with Harrison and do a garage gamer on it. Okay. And it, because it's so, built and it's primed, it's all primed black and it's all built. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to paint that this year. That went right off the list. It's like, Hey, why don't you play it and actually, you know, do that first? Cause you know, yeah. you're going to have fun with it, but, uh, so yeah, things change. I do think that we're starting to sort of double back on stuff. So we can probably look to wrap this up, but, from your perspective, what do you think are the key takeaways in crafting that vision board and crafting these goals? Um, for me, it was to get get all throw throw everything at the wall, mm-hmm. get it all up there. But then each individual item that's you have to start getting the details, getting down to the granularity. Then after you've done all, and that's, I mean, I started doing the granularity on what would need to be, not timelining it, but just what do I need to do to finish this goal? And, uh, and then one of two things started to happen for me, either that went off the board completely because I wasn't going to get to it or start timelining it. If it's going to stay on the board, start putting down times. When is this going to be done by? Because first get your list. Then, then get how, and then get when. And Actual. if I couldn't get a when, huh. yeah. then it had to go. And that's what I got. I and, love and it. I cannot thank you enough for this because I had so much. Actually, I had so much fun doing this because it it actually 
when we were talking, we were still. I was just kind of building stuff and 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 playing around, and I was just getting it all built so I could play with Harrison. Yeah. But that night when we were sitting and talking, I got hype. It's like, oh yeah. my god, I'm going to get stuff done. Like I am actually going to get things. It's not just, oh, I want to paint this. It's like, oh, look, I have lists and goals and plans, and that's the big yeah. difference. I didn't just resolve to do this. Nope. I decided that I am going to sit down and I will do this and get this done and I know how I'm going to get it done. Boom. Discipline equals freedom, buddy. There you go. Let's do it. Now, if you're not such a type A person and you're not such a writing down all your lists type of person, you talked about being a little more type B. Where would you go with that? If you're not if you're not into getting into the this sort of granularity. Yeah, well, so I mean, we they sort of weaved in and out together as we talked about it. it for type B, I think dreaming is the big thing there, but starting to create your board, right? Like a vision board where you're just putting up like, this is what I want to accomplish. And it's a little bit looser and you start, you don't start diving into the, the technical aspects, but it's a place for you to start. You, if we're going to be realistic, you do need that discipline and you do, you do need to start to, to break down or drill down into each of your tasks so that you can really understand what you need to do. Um, but some people like to start with the task. And some people like to start with the dream. And that's really kind of where I was, where I was talking from. Is okay, like, I see what you're it, saying. It's okay to start with the dream. And, and quite frankly, you did. You said throw everything against the wall, right? Like put it all out there. I want to do ogres and I want to do ghosts and I want to do elves and I want to do war cry. And then you look at it and you go, boy, ogres, you're out. You know, yep. war cry, you're a maybe, you're a maybe. You get two weeks. Maybe you get three weeks. We'll see if we can slot you in, right? And then, so you did start to then break it down, but you started dreaming big. Um, for me, I like with the Stormcast, I didn't dream big. I started with the list and the very specific, this is what I'm going to do, right? And so it's just a different starting point. Okay, I get that. I get that. All right, so um, I think we've pretty much hit all the points we want to hit. Um, I think so. I, I, I want to take our last break. And when I come back, I want to talk about just shortly because we're just about done. But before we wrap up, when we come back from break, I would like to get back to the idea of the discipline and the different and because a lot of people are going to write these lists um, and a lot of people, meaning possibly even myself. And like you said, things are going to happen and we're not going to get it done. And I'd like to talk a little bit about Ah, the planning, planning to fail. Yeah. You know, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. But now we've got to plan what happens when it when it doesn't quite happen the way what, we're planning. What happens when it doesn't happen? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All Let's right. Take a break and talk about that. We'll be right back. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. 
Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons and Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section. And you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols. And if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either. But you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because if the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff. And you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. We're back. Here we are. Me and Rotor talking about stuff and things. Yeah. And uh, so, um, you know that at some point we're going to be talking about stuff. And you're going to be like, so how's that plan going? I'll be like, ugh. And speaking of which, um, we talked about stuff that's not necessarily Warhammer related. Um, one of mine is go to the health club at least four times a week. How's that going? Well, it's the third week, and um, it looks like I will have made that goal one of the three weeks. Mm. And this ain't the week. I didn't get to go mm. yesterday, and I woke up this morning, and I felt awful, and I barely mm. made it through work. I had such a bad headache. I actually got done, and I told my wife, I'm like, okay, class is over. I'm going to go work out. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, my head is pounding. My stomach hurts. She's like, and you're going to go work out? What are you, stupid? She's like, go take a nap. You need a nap. You're not feeling well. Uh, and so. Well, it's you know, you don't. You also don't want to go to the go to the health club if you feel nauseous. I mean, you're not supposed to be out in public, really, if you're not feeling well. I don't want to scare anyone into thinking I have Rona. So, <laughs> but uh, if this was a resolution, I already ruined it. Yeah, but now but it's, it's like not. it's not, and I also planned on losing weight every single week. Uh, I lost weight one week, gained a little the second week. I'm not letting that ruin me. Uh, and this is what I want to talk about is that going over and looking at the plan when it's not working, saying, well, what's not working? Why did, Why am I not reaching this goal? Do I need to readjust the goal? Do I re- need to readjust what I'm doing? And this is, and I know you can articulate this better than me, so I'm going to kind of let you take this because you're the one who was talking me through about the discipline. Well, really, so it's the discipline to get it done, but then it's the accountability to to check in. And so you and I have talked about needing to check in on Friday and saying like, Hey, where are we at? What, what did we plan to get done this week? What did we get done this week? Are we on task? And if not, you know, are we going to uh, double our efforts and try and get it back on track? Or are we going to adjust the plan? Right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we've only got so much time. So it's a matter of how are you using it? But the the absolute worst thing and so this is this is what i did as a as a don't do this you know um i so i had lost like 100 pounds right and then uh this was just a crazy bad year 2020 was for us where i started a new job in january and by april got laid off just due to you know corona and uh, weight started coming back on and I used to step on the scale every day and 
because I didn't want to face the truth anymore, I let my daily accountability slide, right? Because I started putting on a couple pounds and no, no, no. And I was sort of eating my feelings and whatever. And, and I'm sure other people can relate to whatever your vice is. Um, and so then it wasn't that I was eating bad food or drinking too much or whatever. It was that I stopped being accountable to myself. And that's the huge thing. Like when people do, do like Weight Watchers and you have to do the weekly weigh in at oh, the group yeah. or whatever I that know thing that. is. Yep. So that's not really my thing, but that's what the idea is based on is like, get down here and be accountable. That works. And so my recommendation for everybody is to find a buddy and to talk about this and to connect every week. And if you don't have that for whatever reason, um, Ytech, you've got the Garage Hammer podcast uh, Facebook page. Yep. That's a great place to be accountable. Let us know like what what your plans are and then check in every week. It doesn't have to be Friday. Pick a day or every two weeks or whatever and hold yourself accountable, you know? And then it, it, once we see who enough, you know, like Ytech, you might even start reaching out to people and ping them and say like, hey, what's going on? Are you are you getting it done? Where are you? This is, yeah, this is part of it. And uh, I've actually, my list is way more than just Warhammer stuff. And part of it is what we're talking about right now is that reaching out, being accountable to others and doing things that I say I'm going to do, things like that. Um, and yeah. I, that's not a bad idea to go put this up under the, uh, well, at, not with the show thread, but maybe pin up, uh, you know, this is our plan. This is where we're going to go. Everybody put your thread in and go back and keep it up. It's not like an old forum thing where you could just keep adding to the same. But you can start, we can edit our posts. We can all jump in there. I mean, heck, you and I were supposed to be checking in with each other on Fridays just to see how our weights are doing, and we haven't really checked in on Friday to see how the weights are doing. That's been three weeks. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you mean to put my business out there, but certainly. Oh, I mean, we, we were checking in with my weight, but we, I was checking in with you on my weight. You were checking in on how you're just doing, but and we won't put that up on the Facebook page, obviously, because that has nothing to do with Warhammer. But, yeah, we, that's not a bad idea. But it's – it's. you want me to edit that out? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. I felt bad all of a sudden for a second. I was like, oh, crap, I did just do that, didn't I? I just sort of outed you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th th that's that's the biggest thing is every week I'm sitting down and going, what did I do this week? How did I screw this up? Like when I went up and wait last week, I know exactly why, because I've been watching the stupid British baking show with Harrison for the last month. Oh, he my got God, Paul Hollywood. The just passing out handshakes like crazy. What's going on with that? Not we even. Some uh, well, we actually went back because we watched the new one, so we've been watching the old ones. Oh, uh, with Mary Berry? Yeah. Harrison has started it. baking. Oh, my God. Like, he's been baking bread, and it's really tasty it. bread. But you know what happens yeah. when Harrison bakes a loaf of bread every two days? Y-Tech eats a loaf I of bread I eat like a half days? a loaf of bread every two God-blessed days. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, dude. And he went back to school, and I'm like, okay, a couple of things are going to stop. Now that he's back at school, there's no more. I'm running to Thornton's to get a 30, you know, a 64-ounce pop. Do you want one? So I'm like, okay, right. that's out. And, like, there's – oh, the bread was so tasty. It was just so seasoned. It When it was cooking, it smelled like someone was cooking pizza because he had all that seasoning in there. I just cooked some slices yeah. and put a little cheese on it. Oh, there's but, this Irish butter that you can get at Costco. Dude, it's got, like, a lower um, – it, it it melts at a, a lower temperature. It's amazing. It's this Irish butter. Uh, you've got to find it because it's going to make you even fatter. 
Trust me, dude. Oh, are yeah. you kidding? I go to the Polish deli here. I only buy. I don't even buy regular butter anymore. I only buy this Polish imported butter, and it's just like the worst thing in the world. But it's so tasty. Oh, it's the worst. I'm so bad. <laughs> but that's. I mean, this is the type of stuff. But then I sat down, and, and when I sat down and said, "Okay, I need to look at this week. Why did I go up two pounds instead of down? When I went down like eight the week before, because I was really pushing hardcore. And when you're this big, it's easy to drop those initial pounds." Why did I go back up? Oh, yeah, because I ate, like, four loaves of bread this week. Thanks, Harrison. And, of course, he looked at me. He's like, I didn't force you to eat them. I'm like, you kept cooking them. You can't throw it out. It's a sin. He's like, okay, Dad. There you go. <laughs> that's the dad I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think that's, of all the parts, that's the key, is, is if you're not getting there, adjust. Either adjust what you're doing or adjust the plan um, maybe your plan is unrealistic. Be accountable to it. Exactly. Just be accountable. Be disciplined to do the work. Be accountable to if you're getting the work done. And who knows? For some people, they might get ahead, right? Like if you plan, if you give yourself a month to get a, a war cry war band done and you knock it out in three weeks, well, you could take time off. Or maybe you could slip uh, 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 an underworld war band in there for that week because there's like three or four models depending on which one you choose. Or you give yourself a little bit of extra time on the next project, and you roll that time into your next one. I mean, the, the world's your oyster. The thing, and, and I think the thing that really gets me is, is I'm, I'm one of those people who whenever I'm driving somewhere, I turn on the GPS, and when I start, it tells me what time I'm going to get there, and that's and that's the time to beat, not the arrival time. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got you. It I says you. I'm going to get there at 3 o'clock. I'm going to give you your house. It says 3 o'clock, Rotor, but including stops, I'm hoping to get there by 2.45, including the stops along the drive because that's, you know, that's – if if I can get my – if I can hit my goal early, like it said, finish priming and building all the night hunt by end of January. Well, it's the 19th. All right, I got that one done. So done. let's, let's jump got, to the next – got 11 days back. It's 11 days where I'm going to jump to that next thing, and if I can get that done a little early, then I can get the next thing done a little early. And this is where if I do lose a little time, now I've got a buffer. But if I don't lose a little time, I can get all this done early and maybe actually go and move to that next spot. You know, it, uh, go back and, okay, I wrote the list, but now I've got these four units that I never painted because they're not on the list, but I own them. Let's get them done, that type of thing. So there's yep. uh, it's so much opportunity in this. But once you, like you said, discipline and accountability. Maybe that should be the name of the show instead of it's not a, not a, not a. Uh, what did I call it? Not a resolution. Uh, it's not a re resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Whatever. I mean. But that's no. That's what it is, and I'm I'm super excited. And once again, thank you for kind of pushing me. Not pushing me, but we. You know, you got to talk about something when you're painting for four hours together. <laughs> but saying like, hey, you know, why don't you actually, you know make a plan as opposed to just telling me, yeah, yeah, I'm still plugging away. <laughs> right on. Well, I'm excited too. I, I need to sit back now. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the new points so that I can break down my list for the Stormcast fully. Um, and in the meantime, I'm just going to keep banging away at these uh, uh, Blood Bowl bros. Well, FAQ is not going to do the points, is it? That's only in the – they only do the points in the – so what you have in that new General's Handbook or the last General's Handbook is going to be your points. FAQ oh, I thought they do a mid-year points adjustment. Okay. I, I don't think so. I think it's twice a year they do the big FAQ for every every book, not just stuff that came out. New book, FAQ in two weeks, every six months. Big FAQ in general in case questions come up about old stuff. 
Well, if that's the case, I've got a list, that right? Yeah. So, like, I, but again, I just need to get these these boys. And here's where I'm slipping. I didn't put a date on this thing, and then I bought more models for it with the Forge World and that troll. So, I'm gonna say this stuff end of February. Done. End of February. Write it down. Let's get it going. All right. Cool. It's in my notes on my phone. Cool. Done. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm, that's my next step. Is I've got this list and I made some changes. I'm going into the spreadsheet because I literally I make the spreadsheet on stupid Excel or whatever, and I literally make a little box to put the check marks on because I love a checklist and I love ticking off those boxes, baby. Love it. All right. So I want to. I, I hope that people share their um, their to do list with us, um, their vision board, their their smart goals, whatever um, on on the Facebook page and. Let's see what other people are going to get done this year. Yeah, I'm super jazzed, and I think there's enough there's enough of the listeners who uh, will will put this up on. I'd like to see how big I'm going to pin that the goals sheet uh, to the top of the Facebook page. Of it, and anyone who wants to join in can join in, and um, we'll just keep updating our own posts. You know, you can go in and edit and just keep updating your posts. This is where I got, and that way, instead of just adding, adding, adding. You can just keep adding to that post, and we can keep that track. That way it keeps it a little cleaner, and we'll get it going. And it is like a private group, too. So in case somebody's a little it's like, a don't, don't, don't. yeah, 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 I, I changed it. Yeah, it's a private setting, so Super you don't cool. have to worry about other people being like, what is this? Um, so I think that's done. Do it. Rotor, thank you so much for Dave, thank you so much for being a part of this because uh, that, <laughs> that was that other conversation. So what are you doing for the next episode of the Alex Quit? Uh, I don't know. I was uh, hoping maybe, you know, I was thinking about talking about that resolution stuff we were talking about. Oh, really? Who are you going to talk about that with? Uh, I don't know. You got anyone in mind, Rotor? Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. I can do this for you. So thank you so yeah. much for letting me twist your arm and, and make you come back this quickly. Uh, Happy to blab. Do, do appreciate it. Uh, before we go, I definitely want to thank all of our Patreon patrons again, including associate producers, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, Opie, and Big Jake. By the way, a uh, little preview of next episode. Where I think we're doing, un- unless they drop something huge, uh, it's going to be Slaves to Darkness, following up on that Wrath of the Everchosen. And yeah. Big Jake is a uh, Slaves to Darkness player. And I think Big oh Jake, hey, this the, per- the, the, the perks of membership. Big Jake is going to j- jump in and uh, help out. Oh, with he's that. sitting in with you. To, to See, that's beautiful. I like when you get someone who's passionate about the material. That's yeah. awesome. Because that's what I, yeah. I, I I threw that out. Uh, I had a really good suggestion from both you and my wife. You know, you got the executive and the associate producers. These guys are the guys who tell you what they want to hear. If they want to listen, if they play it, bring them in. You know, hey, yeah, they're, they're the guys who keep the show going. So that's the plan for probably uh, the next episode. I also, don't think big, don't suck. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Hey, you can't do any worse than I've been doing lately. So, uh, also the executive producers, Colin Miller and Alex Graham. And once again, our newest patron, Kyle Smith. Thank you all for being part of that 1%. And folks, until next time, you know what I'm about to say, because only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. So goddamn show is a mistake. <laughs> It's the story of my life, baby. Uh, Uh, It is the story of your life.